Yesterday, we told you how school resource officers are not yet in Milwaukee public schools. Today, a deeper dive on where we're at with the whole situation and the pros and cons of having school resource officers in schools. Wyatt Barmore-Pooley has been on this story from the beginning, and he is with us live in the studio. Good afternoon, Wyatt. Good afternoon, John. Greg, how's, how are we doing today? Man, we're doing pretty good. So give us some depth and some context here. Where are we at with this process, and what are people on both sides saying about it? So there are no school resource officers currently in Milwaukee public schools, despite a requirement in Act 12, that's the shared revenue and sales tax bill that also included some provisions for Milwaukee. One of those was that SROs had to return to Milwaukee public schools by January 1st. The district and Milwaukee police say they're developing a plan that redefines the role of the school resource officer. President of the Milwaukee Police Association, Andrew Wagner, I was able to speak to him. He says he's aware not everybody's happy, but he's strongly in favor of the program. I think it's great that the SRO is returning. Every other community around the state has SROs. We've heard from some teachers that they're happy the SROs are returning. I know there's some pushback with the administration or with the school board on it, but I, I think that they will learn to understand that these officers will better be able to serve them and more efficiently serve the needs of the schools. And I also spoke with UW-Madison professor of civil society and community studies, Ben Fisher. He has spent a decade researching the impact of police in schools, and he says this about their overall impact. It doesn't really provide any benefit on average for improving safety or reducing crime or violence or weapons in schools. On the other hand, it is associated with an increase of suspension of students, and it seems to be particularly black and brown students that are um, experiencing those increases in suspension. So why does that information specific to Milwaukee, or is that just sort of a global view of how SRs, F- SROs work in schools? So he's done research in a number of cities. He has, uh, Professor Fisher has not actually done research in Milwaukee, but he told me he has done research in a similarly sized, similar demographic city in the Midwest. He wouldn't tell me which one, uh, but he said that they saw similar demographics where a lot of black and brown students and where a lot of the white students were going to alternative schools. And he, a lot of his research was interviewing the officers in those districts. Uh, an interesting thing he found is that the SROs in that city saw the students as the main threat that they were there to deal with versus protecting the students from an outside threat or anything that could harm them. All right, Wyatt. So Milwaukee was quick to take the money. Not so quick to follow the rest of what they were supposed to do, which is get the resource officers in the school. Is there a time frame for when that might happen? Why has it not happened yet? Neither the district nor uh, the police department would tell me whether there was a time frame, uh, just that they're working on it and planning to present a uh, proposal to the school board. That's sort of the next step is school board approval for the whatever plan for school resource officers that they're working on because they haven't had officers inside schools since 2016. They haven't had cops on school property at all since 2020 when they ended their contract with the police for good. But it's not just that they can just plug and play. They have to redefine what it's going to do, especially in the wake of the reforms that Milwaukee Police has been doing, or uh, Milwaukee Public Schools, I should say, has been doing in terms of student punishment. Wyatt Barmore-Pooley, thank you. I wanted to have a little bit of a discussion about this. This is a controversial issue, and different people have different perspectives. Uh, Tony Cartagena, executive producer at WTMJ, who's a graduate of Milwaukee Public Schools, the only one in this room who is, is with us for part of this conversation. I understand both sides of the conversation. 
my kids went through Menominee Falls schools, and there was an SRO in the school every single day. And if you go, the SRO would usually be sitting there inside the lobby somewhere, and the car would be parked right up front. Milwaukee had SROs when you were there, Tony, but they don't anymore. Take us inside the mindset, if you don't mind me saying it, you're a minority. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of this focuses on. Take us inside the mindset of having SROs in schools. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, in the high school I went to, so I went to Milwaukee King, which is for geographically right off like 18th and Capitol, 30, 40 blocks away is Shorewood High School. They have open campus lunch, kind of a kind of a kind of you know like a free for all in terms of like those kids are just trusted right off the bat. And then when you look back on it, I think when you're in school, you're just a little uneasy, like all right, we got cops walking around, like it's just weird. And then when you look back on it, you're kind of judged and you're put into this box just for the neighborhood you grew up in, just for the school district you attend or the school that you attend. And it makes you feel just like lesser or like less trusted than your counterparts and your summer basketball teammates who go to school literally a mile and a half away. And it's just because of that where it's just like, I don't see them as necessary. I also see it as with what Professor Fisher would have said to Wyatt. It's just like it has a mental impact on your ability to school for a lot of people is a safe space. You get away from home, you get away from situations and then you're pretty much just saying like, oh, you're you're you go to an MPS school, man. We gotta have cops around you, you know, just in case. Like, w- uh, nothing makes me at, at, as a sixth grader or a senior in high school different than the kid who goes to the suburban school that is trusted to do all these things without officers there. It's interesting because there was a recent study that found, and they talked to two thousand students in districts, urban and suburban. 2,000 students that said that overwhelmingly they had a positive opinion about police officers if they had a positive opinion about student resource officers in their school. And in suburban districts, they did. Like where my kids went to school, I think they they knew the officer. Hey, Officer Williams, and it was okay. Situation you're talking about, maybe officers are dealing with fights, they're dealing with different dynamic, and kids don't feel comfortable. Yeah, and I so I was playing MPS basketball when there was a huge fight, people might remember as Tech and Bayview is this big fight, and like so, all the rules changed. You couldn't bring a cell phone to a game in two thousand nine, three years after the fight. You couldn't bring like you had to get your bag scanned, like your travel gym bag scanned as a player going into every gym. You couldn't have more than fifty percent of the capacity there, and you walked through past cops, past security, past metal detectors for every single game. Then you go play at a suburban tournament at Wisconsin Lutheran College or at Tosa East. And it was just a circuit. You do whatever you wanted. It was great. And when I look back on that thing, you just think like, even now, I'll be completely honest. When I walk past a cop, like, I don't feel safe. I like tense up. I drive past one on the street. I tense up. Like that shit. Maybe that's just me. That's based on your experience. Yeah, and that's just one of those things where like you're always when you're always surrounded by it. Like I have never walked into, let's say, a, a baseball stadium and you walk past a cop who's sitting there with a gun and you're just like. Yeah, this makes me feel safe. It does, for me, it's the complete opposite. So, so I think there's a, a tremendous opportunity here for the resource officers to build bonds with the students, right? And you're talking about being on edge, walking through the halls. Did you ever witness that where they sort of stepped out of their shell? They were still who they were. They were a police officer, but also that human connection. So I think there's a great opportunity to kind of develop that, hey, we're all in this together. We all want great things and to push our society into great directions. I'm here if you need me. Right. Did that develop at all? So not with the resource officers that were like assigned to our school. So one of our basketball like assistant coaches was also a cop for his day job. And you knew him. And he, But he also, so it's kind of interesting you bring that up. 
was like from the area. You would see him at the grocery store. You could see him at a Saturday AAU tournament, stuff like that, where you kind of develop that relationship with them. But I think oftentimes you get officers who are maybe not from the same area or have the same experience. So they seemed a little more like, I don't know, like shorter fused with a lot of the students. And I think it's because they can't really relate to what a lot of the students are going through. So I never really saw that bond with officers. I just remember seeing, you know, you get into an argument with one at a game or something like that. And no matter what you did or said, you were going to be wrong and you were being drug out the gym. WTMJ's Tony Cartagena, good perspective. We'll continue to stay on top of this story. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me.